Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, welcome back to the I Love You So Much podcast with me, Kenzie Elizabeth, and not my producer, Taylor. He is not currently in the studio, but he did just make me coffee. So he has um, a way out this week. It's fine. We'll forgive him. Um, Anyways, this week is very exciting because over the weekend, actually not over the weekend, on Monday morning, we launched new merch for the podcast, which I love and all of you guys have been loving. This is how you know it's cool. This is the test. So, like, obviously, your friends and family are going to tell you it's cool. Like, your closest friends, your closest family, they're, like, actually pretty much legally obligated to buy your merch. Like, there's you have those sales for sure. And then, obviously, my amazing, loyal listeners, you guys who I love the most, obviously are very supportive. And you guys have been so sweet and gone above and beyond and bought the merch. And I'm so grateful for that. But the way that I know that it's good because I feel like you guys just love me and are nice to me regardless is that my distant friends have also not only messaged me gone out of their way to let me know that they love the merch, but they've also purchased it. And I'm talking very distant friends, people that I wouldn't even, I would call them a friend because I called literally everyone a friend, but they're more probably like what you would consider an acquaintance. And they have gone out of their way, people I haven't even talked to in months, a year, and purchased the merch and told me how much they loved it, which was so nice. So that is how you know it is really good because they're under absolutely no obligation to buy it. And they did. So anyways, um, in all seriousness, thank you guys so much to everyone. Everyone who has picked up some merch if you guys haven't seen it or anything it's all over my instagram all over the i love you so much instagram all over the secret facebook group all of which you guys need to be a part of so follow or request to join it's a party on all three of those places but it's been so fun i literally live in my stuff all of my friends wear it all the time it's so comfortable and it's just the best and we are working on more stuff i am listening to what you guys want so if you guys want more stuff or want certain things in different colors or whatever let me know because we are doing another holiday drop so keep me posted let me know what you guys want and yeah just great week guys great week so far I also feel like the test of telling if I'm in a good mood that day and really feel like I'm on top of things not even just in a good mood but just really on top of things is when my Instagram story looks good or I'm like I'm posting cool stuff to it or whatever because that is for some reason the measure at which I can tell 
if I'm being productive or not that day or if I'm really on top of my stuff. And today is one of those days. My Instagram story looks amazing. So you guys should check it out. And I'm in a great mood because it's not hot outside. It is colder. I said, you know what? I don't care if it's hot. I'm dressing for fall today. I'm wearing a turtleneck, a really cute jacket I got in the mail this morning. And I'm so sorry if I'm talking so fast. I'm going to try to slow down. Um, I'm just in a very good mood. I'm going to Pilates after this. Had a great day at class. And it's just an amazing fall day. You know, I say fall, but my Christmas tree is already up and I've been playing Christmas music throughout my house all week and I didn't do anything this weekend was, I keep saying this, was the best weekend of my life. I did not leave my house. It was Halloween. I didn't even, I didn't do anything for it. I normally am really good at it. Guys, it snuck up on me this year. It just wasn't it. I'll, I'll come back better than ever next year, but I did take a, um, a break from it this year because I was too tired and I think I went to bed at 9 p.m. But I didn't leave my house besides going to Trader Joe's and Starbucks from like Thursday night to Sunday morning. And it was actually the best time of my whole life. I got a lot of deep cleaning done. I cooked pretty much every meal. I love cooking. It is like my number one favorite hobby. Who would have thought? If you would have heard me saying that a year ago, no one would have believed it. But there's been a lot of character progression and development. So that's actually a very good life change. And I just watched Christmas movies all weekend. And it was literally the best weekend of my whole life. So I think that's why I'm in such a great mood today because I'm just feeling very rejuvenated and very good. So anyways, today's episode is very, I don't want very exciting. It's literally just me. It's a, it's a good episode, guys. I don't want to say it's super exciting, but this is one that I feel like has to be good because I actually recorded it twice because I wanted to make sure that I had everything ready and that it was very prepared and well said, which probably wasn't very well said, but just talking about confidence and like my journey to confidence in the past year, um, I, you know, it just kind of like, I feel like, especially when you're a senior in college and you're graduating, not that much of my life is going to change after as far as like, I'm not applying for like nine to five jobs. But for some reason, I have just been second guessing myself, second guessing my whole entire life from birth on basically, and just not very like extremely confident like I normally am this year. I've had some low lows. So anyways, we're talking all about that in this episode, and I'm not even just talking about that, but I'm also going to be giving you guys some practical tips and steps that I've taken that have helped me update from this episode. I'm feeling so much better, feeling way more myself. And yeah, this is a little bit, um, I feel like I'm like really bouncy and like upbeat in this intro. I feel like this episode's like a little more serious, but it's fine. Um, I hope you guys enjoy. If you guys want, again, you guys can join the secret Facebook group. It is so much fun. We're constantly talking and chatting in there. I feel like you guys are like my best friends because I talk to you guys in there literally all the time. Um, yeah. So follow me on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, um, Vlogmas is coming up and I will be vlogging every single day in December up until Christmas. So get ready for that because we're really pumped. Love you guys so much. Hope you guys enjoy this episode. Sorry if I was very hyper in this intro, but I'm drinking coffee and I don't really know what's gotten to me. So anyways, without further ado, let's get into the episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another solo podcast episode. I actually have not done a solo episode in quite some time and I miss them. You guys always seem to love them. So I feel like the next one I do will probably be my 2019 wrap up episode of things that I've learned in 2019, 
which I want to say, it's very convenient that you guys really like the things I've learned episodes. Those are typically some of my most listened to episodes because these are the things that I actually really like sharing and recording episodes on. So just a little tangent. Today's episode is going to be on confidence. This is something I feel like I've kind of always talked about, but I don't think I've struggled with to the degree that I have this year. I feel like I... I don't even know how to describe it. I feel like I've always had this really naive confidence. So part of me credits this to a lot of circumstances over the past year. And then the other part credits this to I'm 22. And now I'm not as naive as I was when I was 17, but I'm still pretty naive. So who knows, guys? Um, But I think confidence is so important. And it's just like, I don't know, to be real with you guys, the past year has been pretty rough. And it's not in like a physical appearance confidence. It's a much more deeper rooted issue than that. It's more so just on like what I'm doing with life and like just like more so me as a human being, which is so stupid. And like, I know when I voice these things, I'm like, this is really ridiculous. And like, I know it's not true. And there's just, you know, when you're saying things, but you say them out loud and sometimes that's all it takes. You say them out loud and you realize that they're stupid or whatever. But yeah, I don't know. I think this is just such an important topic. And I just want to be very real and very honest and share kind of like what I've been feeling. But more importantly, like what's helped me and kind of like values that I'm like holding on to that have made like a really big difference in my life with this. And I'm sure a lot of you guys can relate to this. So that's why I'm really excited for this episode. I actually already recorded it, but I thought I could do a better job and I had some more points. And here's the thing. I'm sure I'm always going to be learning and I'm always going to have better points and better things to say. Like even with the last episode, I'm like, oh my gosh, I missed like three major things. But I feel like I'm going to record this and think the same. So as time goes on, we learn, we grow, and that's the beauty of life, people. So I wanted to start off talking a little bit about my journey with confidence. This is not really about physical appearance. If that's like what you guys are looking for, I'm like kind of touching on that a little bit. But um, yeah, anyways, so I think I was born with this like wild confidence in myself, which I didn't even really realize until later. Like, it's crazy. I look back on just like things I've done and I'm like, how was I not scared? It's very odd. But um, girl, like being really young, even I was just very confident. I always like knew I could do it. And I was just like, yeah, I'm just going to do it. See, this is the Enneagram type three in me. Sorry if you're an Enneagram hater. I'm honestly, I'm not becoming one, but I just like really need to chill. Um, But I was also shy, which like doesn't correlate to being confident at all. So I just remember in second grade, like I just took everything so seriously. I feel like I do take things seriously now still, but not like I did when I was younger. Everything was a big deal. I was like very shy, but I really believed in myself. But I was like very shy and whatever. And I remember this moment in second grade You know, when you have those moments in life that for some reason you remember them so vividly and you know that it was like some weird shift in something, but you don't really know why because it was really just such a minuscule thing. But I remember in second grade during like PE class, there was something and I I don't even remember exactly what happened, but there was this moment that I remember having, like, I know exactly where I was. We were standing in the hallway. It was all brick. Like I can picture it. And I remember having this thought of like, oh, I can just laugh at myself. And I kind of chilling out, but not really chilling out. Whenever anyone asks me what I would tell my younger self, it is always just chill out. I was so like, not even high strung to the point where it was like noticeable. I mean, I'm sure it was noticeable, but I was just so like, I took everything so seriously. But anyways, I was just always pretty confident. 
Fast forward a few years, actually quite some time, I started my YouTube channel when I was really a sophomore in high school. And I remember even before starting my channel, I started watching videos in seventh grade. I actually, um, I posted an episode with my like best friend, Maddie Trapp. That was a great episode. I'll have it linked down below in the show notes. She actually showed me YouTube when we talk more about like journey, my journey with that and kind of like overcoming like what people thought or what people cared about or whatever at that time. But I remember for a while, I wanted to start a YouTube channel and I was like, oh, I just don't want to deal with like what people are going to think or whatever. And I don't, I just remember having this moment and a friend of mine was like, you literally never have ever cared what anyone has thought ever. So like, I just don't know why that would stop you. And then I thought about it and I was like, wait, you're right. I actually don't. So then I made my YouTube channel and I, I don't know, honestly at school, I got a very good response. I fully agree that filming videos of yourself and putting them on the internet is an odd thing to do. Like it really is. I don't think bullying anyone for anything is ever okay. But I like, I do understand people not getting it, but I I think that people should just always be nice. I was really lucky. And for the most part, everyone was like super nice to me and it was fine and whatever. So I didn't really even deal with hate then, which is really kind of odd Around that time was like, obviously I was in high school. And so you're like getting ready and going to parties or whatever. And I remember sitting around with my friends and I just remember growing up, like girls just picking themselves apart always. And for some reason, I don't really know where I got this idea from, but I was just convinced that the reason, which I don't fully stand by this now, but I was just convinced that the reason that all of these girls were so insecure was because they were just like, I think your words have power. And they just kept speaking that like over themselves, like they would just stare at themselves in the mirror and just like rip themselves apart. And I just refuse to ever take part in it. I don't think that that's going to save your all of your insecurities and all of your confidence. But I do think that your words have power and focusing on it and kind of making it bigger and just like speaking it out loud. I think there's something with that. Like, I don't know what it is. Obviously, I'm not like, I'm not this robot. It's not like I don't have any insecurities, but I was just super anti like talking poorly or like down on myself, like really anti talking poorly and down on other people. Not that I'm an angel. I have definitely not said nice things before, Um, but I just remember everyone picking on themselves and I would just never say it out loud. And for some reason, I really felt like that was a big thing. And I do think that there is truth to that. I actually do think it was a big thing with my like journey of confidence And then at 17, um, my senior year of high school, I graduated early. I so boldly and confidently moved to LA and everyone was like, oh my gosh, how did you do that? Like, they were like, wow, like just like amazed that I moved out younger, which like now I look back on that and I'm like, what the heck? At the time though, I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm moving to LA. Like, this is super fun. Like I wasn't, I don't know. I just like didn't even think twice about it being like this scary move or anything. I was just naive, guys. It was all me being naive. Like it wasn't even, I think there is confidence with being naive because you just don't know and whatever. I think that me moving later would have been so much more difficult. Like I think about moving now and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I don't know. Please, God, please no. But basically I moved to LA at 17. Very confident very like whatever and I feel like I still have been um but that's just kind of me like I feel like I had this really really bold confidence that kind of like made me not made me who I am but you know when you're around people I've noticed this more now more than ever 
but people who are just so comfortable with who they are that they they're so easy to be around they put everyone else at ease that is one of my favorite qualities in a human being and I think it's one of the most attractive qualities because they're not trying to be anyone that they aren't and when everyone is just playing their role doing their part and being themselves it makes life so much better for everyone else around you because if you're trying to be something that you're not or you're clearly like acting out of insecurity it just gets really weird relationships get weird you get weird it's not good um but anyways side note I think that's like that's really side note I think that's just like one of my favorite things so anyways fast forward to this past year I one I don't haven't really talked about this like that much but my stepbrother passed away and that was really obviously like very difficult on me I think it's also the combination of like grief is like a really weird emotion and I think I've lost people in the past and you deal with everything differently and you don't know when things are going to hit you and it's really easy to kind of like obviously watching your family go through that is like the most horrific experience ever but you also for me personally I play the whole like oh well like so and so has it worse or like it's harder on them or like whatever that may be but like I think at the end of the day, like death is death, like trauma is trauma. So like that is like very dark. But I think like my world was like shaken and I was like, oh, wait a second. Like I had definitely like I'd gone through a lot growing up. It wasn't like I had this like picture perfect childhood where nothing bad had ever happened to me. But for some reason, like I I mean, not even for some reason, like it's so obvious, like that really hit me. On top of that, I've talked about this before. I know Brooke Michio, if you guys like one of my best friends, freaking love her, best people ever from Gals in the Go podcast also has a YouTube channel. She, when she was working at her, um, when she was working at her corporate job, she was just talking about how she's never felt judged in her entire life until, or not, I don't think until her entire life, I'm speaking for like myself, but she felt way more awkward and uncomfortable at like what she did because she was around the same group, like small group of people every single day. And I think it's just the fact that I'm not in the same position, but I'm just around a small group of people every single day who are literally the best people ever. Like any of these thoughts are not from them and it's never things that they said. It's all in my head. But I think it's a combination of like my whole world was like really just kind of like, just like, I don't even know the word for it. Then I'm just like around a small group of people. I'm growing up. Like it's senior year of college for me. I'm going to graduate. I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do post-graduation. What basically what I'm doing now. Um, But I think it's like, you're growing up everything's getting more serious and I think life is just not even more serious but like life just gets more serious again a lot of this is in my head which is a very 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 important thing to note like with confidence and just all these things like you can think so and so thinks this or feel a certain way about whatever and a lot of it is just in your head and it doesn't even exist not that you should make decisions in the first place because of what so and so is thinking but it probably isn't even real to begin with and even if it is real who cares All right, everyone. So you guys probably know by now that I am obsessed with skincare, all things skincare. It is one of my favorite things to talk about, one of my favorite things to partake in, to to go to the store, go to Sephora, shop some stuff. I'm so into skincare. And really, until recently, it had not even crossed my mind that your scalp is skin as well, and that is skincare. And so I have gone my entire life without even thinking about that. I feel like I'm probably not the only one, which is the only thing that makes me feel better about that. 
So I am excited to be working with Head and Shoulders to talk to you guys about the importance of regular scalp care and how it can create a healthier foundation for your hair to grow. Okay, guys, so I naturally have pretty good hair. This is one thing that's been very easy for me to upkeep and take care of until probably the past six months. I don't know what it is. I feel like maybe I've just been putting too much on it or like not taking care of my scalp. I don't know, but something's been up. It has not been my normal hair and I'm just not about it. So I'm really going back to the basics and taking care of my hair, which is why I'm excited again to be talking to you guys about head and shoulders. So again, scalp care matters. When our scalps are under just kind of any like pollution, life changes, lifestyle, I find that mine changes the most like throughout weather. I feel like that's pretty common. So when our scalps are under just kind of any stress or change from pollution, life changes, lifestyle, whatever that might be, it can seriously affect the health of our hair. So that is why I love the Head and Shoulders Smooth and Silky Collection. It is formulated with skin-inspired scalp benefits that are great for combating dryness and itchiness, rejuvenating your roots, and soothing and neutralizing the scalp. Plus, they recently upgraded their conditioner formula and it is infused with moisturizers, so you know that you'll be giving your scalp and skin the love it deserves. So take your skin routine to the next level today by getting your own collection at headandshoulders.com. Again, that is just headandshoulders.com. All right, let's get back to the episode. With insecurities, there's kind of like three major points that I have. But the first one, these are, I don't know, I feel like I'm voicing these and I don't know if anyone can relate to these or not. But I guess we'll see in the Facebook group. You guys can let me know. Um, My first thing, this is more of like a fear than anything. But like as far as like I believe there's like callings and like purpose in life. And so it's like my calling, like maybe I'm missing it. I'm so focused on what if I make the wrong move, which is not even how that works. And also, if you focus so much on making the wrong move, you're never going to make the right move. And I don't think there's this like straight and narrow path that anyone is supposed to take in their life. So I don't actually agree with my fear or the insecurity or whatever it is with it. But for some reason, I don't know, it's this weird fear that I have. Also, I had breakfast with one of my favorite people in the world, Erica. I've referenced her on this podcast so many times. I'm going to have her and her husband on soon, actually. But I was talking to her just about a bunch of stuff. And she is actually kind of the first person that, like, really put a word to, like, what I feel like I am, which tangent. Um, Growing up, I feel I always had all these ideas and I always would joke. I still do. And I do this for friends a lot. I'm like, I can make anyone money. Like I know how to turn anything into a business. I'm like, if you have an idea, I know what to do. And because of that, I thought that was a weakness. Like I thought, oh, I have all these ideas, but like I'm not executing them or, oh, I have all these ideas, but they're not, I can't do them. Like that's not like my path or like, that's not really what I want to do. Not even because I'm like, oh, I don't feel like I can do it just because it simply isn't what I want to do. But it's like, I have all these ideas. And she really like kind of gave me the word for it. She's like, you're a visionary. Like you see things, you have ideas, like you, it's just like, there's, it's not a bad thing, basically. It's actually a very good thing. And then just with like what I like I'm going to do in life, she was talking to me and she's like, you are like a pioneer. Like there's not, and I don't mean this in like, oh my gosh, no one's done this before, whatever. But just like, in the same sense of like my job, I say this all the time. My job, what I'm doing now didn't exist 10 years ago. She's like, you're a pioneer. So you're doing a lot of things first before a lot of other people are doing them. And that doesn't make anyone like better or worse, but it just like, obviously there's a lot of pros and there's a lot of cons in 
cons would be that like it feels weird sometimes people just don't get it people don't understand you whatever and like that's fine you just have to learn to be okay with it second one this one I don't even feel like I'm struggling with anymore I talked about this a little bit more on my episode with Sky and Ethan and I feel like Sky probably put it into words better but um the insecurity I wrote down like relationships and it being conditional but I think that obviously like when you get into a relationship that like brings all these other things out in you that you like didn't even know existed or didn't even know you were harboring or whatever it is and you're just sitting like I don't know it just like brings out almost like I don't want to say flaws but like there's this quote I don't know where I heard it but it was like right relationships bring out the right dysfunctions so it's just like things that you don't want and that you just like want to work on and get rid of and whatever. It's actually great if you are in a good, healthy relationship. Also, if side note, if you guys are dating someone who sucks, just break up with them because even if you don't like them and you guys break up, it's still going to cause issues later because we're, you learn things from experience. So when you experience things, obviously there's always ways to like heal and grow and move on from it. Like not just because you were in one bad, uh, bad relationship or 10 does not mean there's no like hope or like that you'll whatever. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying if you can, by all means, like protect and like guard your heart and don't put yourselves in positions where you're going to be mistreated because there are like, even though I'm a very like, even with this episode, I'm like, I feel like I'm actually a pretty confident person. Like I wouldn't even say I've had like the worst relationships, but I think like you just learn from experience. So obviously there's going to be things that you're unfortunately going to learn and carry with you whether you agree with it or not from past relationships. So I think just as a whole, um, and it's probably because like LA, I have like, I think LA is full of actually amazing people. I've had like, I have some of the best friends I've ever had in my life and they're awesome. But LA is also a city where it's just kind of weird here. Like it's not like you're in the suburb where things just kind of stay the same. People are always changing. Career paths are always changing. Their schedules are changing. Relationships kind of like come and go. Friendships come and go. There's different seasons for things. And it, I think everything here is just heightened. Like, it's just a little bit more weird. But yeah, I don't know. That was one. I don't know if that really makes any sense, but um, not really the point. Okay, number three, my last one. Um, and I feel like this is like my main one. And it's just like the concept of like being vain. It's like, am I vain? Is this stupid? Like, what am I posting? Whatever. I know where this one comes from. <laughs> um, also, might I add, if you find the root to your issue so much better than just dealing with the issue. If you find the root to the issue and you deal with the root of the problem, it's way less likely to come back and be like a reoccurring issue, I feel, or I found in my personal life, than if you just deal with the problem. So for instance, this was just something like, there was a, like someone in my life that I really admired and respected who just said some stuff that was kind of like passive and just like stupid that this person, honestly, I know them and like, this is not, how what they even think of it but just they were just saying things that was stupid basically just essentially about how what I do is blah 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 bad vein whatever anyways I also think that in different times of your life you have to be so careful about who you're listening to and who you're letting like speak into your life because I think that just because someone was definitely like a really core person in your life like maybe last year doesn't mean that they're in that place right now. I think also people are human beings and they're going to say things they don't mean and they're just going to be dumb. And because I'm, I've just been in a more vulnerable position this past year, I feel like I'm just taking things a lot more personally than I've ever taken them before. So a lot of this is like completely on me. 
yeah, I don't know. Just like struggling with the whole thing of like, this is all about me. And I've never really thought of it that way. Like when I started my channel, I basically I was having a rough time at home. This is like seventh grade on. YouTube was like my escape. Like I would watch all these videos and that was kind of like, that was just my escape. And so I wanted to start a channel to be that for other people. Like that was 100% wholeheartedly the reason that I made it. I remember the first time someone said something to me, actually still a close friend of mine to this day. And she was just said something about like, well, obviously it can like come off as vain, but whatever. And like, this is how pure my intentions were. I had never even thought about that. Like it had never even like crossed my mind because my intentions were not to like make myself this big thing or whatever. It really was to just be what other people had been for me. And I think that like when I get to these questions or when people say things, it's like, I know my intentions. And also like, I don't know. I just think people who are like critics of everyone else are so boring. And also like you have to be such a miserable human being like aside from this, I feel like maybe that's harsh, but you have to be such a miserable human being to just like sit there and like critique people nonstop. Like if someone wants to do something, I'm like, that is amazing. Oh my gosh. Like always cheering them on. Like I would so much rather be someone that makes everyone else's world big rather than small. I talked about this before, but this is like, honestly, probably my biggest value in life. When people are around me, I always want people to feel bigger and like leave feeling that they can do anything and like that there's someone who believes in them and more confident and just better about themselves. I never want to be the person who is a small thinker and just makes everyone feel worse about themselves or feel weird or gross. Like, you know, the difference. I feel like that's honestly how you can, you could really separate the world in these two categories. And you know, the difference from when you leave like a big thinker versus a small thinker, because small thinkers are always trying to pull you down with them. And big thinkers like want like your ground to be their ceiling kind of thing. Like I genuinely just want people to feel bigger having any sort of relationship with me. That's just like my biggest thing. Okay, so I have eight points of things that helped me. So that is my dumb sob sob story of like feeling weird and whatever. I don't know if any of it made sense, but I hope some of you guys can relate to it. Anyways, okay, so my first thing that has helped me is just asking myself, who am I doing this for? And it's like, I know who I'm doing this for. And like, it's not the small thinkers that are like trying to pull me down with them or just like miserable people. Like at the end of the day, it's like, you shouldn't care what people think. Obviously so much easier said than done. We're not robots. You can say that all you want. We are at some point going to care what people think. Um, But yeah, I don't know. Just asking myself, who am I doing this for? And it's not the haters. So, so number two, I put your calling is a lot bigger than other people's opinions. So basically you're letting people with small perceptions of not only themselves, but the world like project that onto you. And like, why? I think their perception of you has nothing to do with like you or the purpose or calling on your life. Like their small perception of themselves just jades their perception of you. And maybe the reason you aren't where you should be is because you're so busy listening to the small thinkers. That went on for a bit, but I think it's, so important to, again, this is the small versus big thinker. I'm very into this if you guys can't tell, but I think just knowing like some people just have very small perceptions and why would you let that like hold you back? It's just like people with small perceptions and small thinking like can't look at you and ever like think 
or understand because they don't think that way. Like we're wired differently. People are different. I think you can go from being a small thinker to a big thinker, but I also think that some people just will never do that. And I don't know, just like, don't let people who like, like it's going to come. I always think about this, but if I would have stopped what I was doing because of the few people, because there definitely were in high school who like had things to say, then I would not be where I am right now. And I'm sure five, 10 years from now, it's going to be so different. And I'll be so glad because it's like, if I would stop now based off of what the people are saying, then I will regret it. Like looking back like five, 10 years from now. Also, I don't even mean this in a success standard. I just mean like you are, I feel like I'm going to be so much more fulfilled and so much happier because I've stuck to what I'm doing because I know who I am and I know what I'm doing and I know like my purpose and my intentions behind it. And even if it is to just make something for yourself, like there's nothing wrong with that. Like that's also great and awesome. Like it doesn't matter. But also I think like five, 10 years from now, the people who have a lot to say are probably going to be in the exact same position because they're really busy just having things to say, you know? So number three, I think having people around me tell me who I am is really, really important. I actually wrote down and I forgot that I had this, but I have a note to look at when I need it. So a few months ago was when this was like way bigger in my life. And I, there's a few people I'll text and like talk to. I'm very also intentional with who I talk to about things and who I let like into my life because I think that's actually so important. And like you are who you surround yourself with, but I do have a note to look at when I need it of like things they've said to me or like just reminders. Like it's really called like read this when you need it or something. And I have screenshots of like text from them or like copied and paste and whatever. Um, that's really encouraging. And also it just like, it snaps me back into like the right headspace. Number four, reminding myself like who I am, call my life, what I'm doing, why I love doing it. Um, I think also on top of that, even doing things that you know are going to remind you. Like even today, I did this interview at UCLA and I was just talking to this girl. Her name, she was so cute. Her name's Beck. Um, And she was just saying, she's like, I've watched you for two years. Like I actually just made a friend through the Facebook group and like whatever. And was like, it was just like a very refreshing conversation because I'm like, that's actually why I do this stuff. Like I love that. I love that people are like connecting through this. I love that people feel like they're connected to like me and they're watching and like whatever that is. I'm like that. It like reminds me of like why I do this. And it's just so refreshing. So I think it's just really important to like one, remind myself of all these things and then also put myself in a position to where I will be reminded. Number five, this is a little odd, but I will pull it together and you guys will get it at the end. I promise. But I put like serve your way to the top small gestures are good for the soul. So also I think being kind and doing acts of kindness make it less about you. So you're less in your head. I'm going to really butcher this. I remember reading this in a psychology class and maybe, I don't know, but basically it was just saying how people with anxiety and depression, um, something that was like really helping them cope was going out and like doing things for other people. One, I think that's beautiful. Two, I think it actually makes sense because one, I think just being kind makes you feel good and doing things to people makes you feel good. But I think also it kind of opens you up to like the world. When you're in a bad place, it's really easy to just focus on what's going on inside of your head. But I think when you take yourself outside of your head and you're doing something that requires focus on another area, I think it's like it's natural to make you feel better. And I don't even know if that's a science behind it or whatever, but I think it makes sense. 
I feel like I'm always pretty friendly and nice. I'm from Texas, so that's where I get that from. But um, especially if I'm having like an off day or if I'm feeling weird or I'm down or whatever it is, I'm like extra nice to like a Starbucks drive through person or whatever. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like I compliment other people or I'll just do something nice for someone. And it always makes me feel so much better. So it's kind of almost a selfish act, <laughs> but I don't know. That's just something that really helps me. It's a little bit odd. And I feel like that's not like your typical advice regarding confidence, but like it does really help me. Number six, knowing my heart is pure, my intentions are pure. I feel like I've said that 15 times. Number seven, um, realizing other people are insecure and imperfect. Also, who cares? This is kind of what I said earlier. It's like people in your life are not perfect. People you look up to are not perfect. They're going to make mistakes and you need to give them room to make mistakes and not get so upset by like one thing that they said or whatever. And then you just need to take care of yourself and just realize that people are also insecure and imperfect and people go through different times and they're going to act certain ways and whatever. I think just also who cares? Okay. Number eight, um, healing begins in your mind. You hear before you see. So just like speak that into existence. Never, ever talk poorly about yourself. Kind of what I was saying earlier. I think your words just have power. The more you feed into something, the more you're going to, the more it's going to become a reality essentially. And the more you're going to focus on it, it's just going to make it bigger. So I think just recognizing that your words have power. And if you're like constantly beating down on yourself, like don't do that. I know my roommate actually was telling me this a few weeks ago, but I think, I don't know what point in her life this was, maybe high school or college, but she was just saying how she was going through like a really hard time and just not very confident and whatever. And her doctor made her write down, and this is like her like actual just normal doctor, made her get a journal. And I think could be getting this wrong, but I know it was two things that she likes about herself. And the third one could have been like something that she's grateful for. And she's like, I hated it. Like, I thought it was so stupid. I really didn't want to do it. But now, but it became this really big practice in her life. And she's like, I honestly credit so much of who I am and how I feel about myself to doing that and like committing to making that like a practice and a routine in my life. So I recommend that to you guys if you guys feel like you're struggling or whatever. I think like writing down two things that you like about yourself and one thing that you're grateful for a day, literally it can take 15 seconds, do it in the notes of your phone, but I really do think that is huge. Okay, so values from this episode. I have like three things. I guess these are my takeaways from this episode. I'm really into being practical. So like these episodes are not just me like, rambling on. These are things that you guys can actually like apply to your life or learn from. But Brian Houston says, my spirit, my responsibility. And I think that is so huge because you, what, what is the quote? I'm also going to butcher this. This, this podcast is literally me just butchering other people's quotes and what other people have said. But, um, basically it's like life is 10% what happens to you, 90% how you react. And that is so true. And I think you can only react in a good way if you are in a good place. And like, if you're not in a good place, it's, I'm, it's so unfortunate. Like you cannot control the things that happen to you, even if they're the most heartbreaking things, but you can control how you react, even though obviously some store, like some situations are so much harder than others, whether that needs to be like you just going on a run or you going to therapy or you, whatever you, whatever you need to do to take care of yourself. I think is what you need to do because it's like my spirit, my responsibility. I would not have taken offense or let any of this stuff get in like my heart and bother me the way that I have in the past year if I was really in a better place. And like, I wasn't really, it's like, I don't want to like say like, I'm not trying to like put the blame on like us, but I'm just saying like, 
like obviously like you don't know how to deal with certain things you don't know how to handle certain things I think just my spirit my responsibility taking care of myself so that I react in a better way and that I don't take offense to certain things and that I don't get worried about things that I wouldn't normally get worried about I think a lot of it is just taking care of yourself and just doing things um to take care of yourself some things that I do to take care of my spirit let's think about it I read every day that's really really big for me um, that's my number one thing. Actually, I have an Amazon shop page that I'll have linked down below full of my favorite books. Um, I listen to a lot of like podcasts. I really watch like the music that I listen to. If I'm like going through a really sad time, I don't let myself listen to sad music because it'll just be this downward spiral. I work out minimum five times a week. I'm obsessed with working out. It's my favorite thing, but it's also like the best thing for me. It's also the best thing for my anxiety. It's just so good for me. So I read, I write, I work out. Those three things are really big for me. I'm also so for therapy. I actually really need to go back. I've been saying that for the past year. I really actually need to. It's on my to-do list for this week, so I'll get to it. Um, But yeah, whatever that means for you is like what that means for you. Also, maybe even write a note of like things of like ways that you can take care of yourself. Um, Okay, another thing is like stop talking yourself out of what God wants to talk into you. So I think it's just like stop talking down on yourself like you can do it and stop trying to like just stop saying that you can't do it or getting insecure about things or whatever. Just kind of like let them happen. And also, I think so much of this is getting out of our own heads and just letting things happen. The last one is like the questions like, why do you play yourself so small? And it's just like, stop listening to small thinkers and really watch who you're even consuming content from, who you're listening to in your real life, whatever that may be. But that is it for my episode on confidence. I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope it wasn't too rambly. I was just basically spilling my heart out to all of you guys and telling you guys ways that I am trying to get better and coping with. I have not mastered this. I feel like I mastered this the first 21 years of my life. And now here we are, people. It's also weird when you grow up, like obviously new problems arise. But for some reason, I just thought because this hadn't been like the biggest thing in my life, like my biggest struggle. I'm not a robot. Obviously, I've struggled with confidence, but not to like, not in a major way. I just for some reason thought it would never be a struggle, which is not the case, people. I learned it's just really unfortunate. But hope you guys enjoyed this episode and got something from it. If you guys want to hear more solo episodes, let me know. Come join the secret Facebook group if you guys are not a part of that. You're missing out on honestly probably like 70% of the fun of this podcast. I'm constantly in there. We're always talking about these episodes and just life and random things. And it's so fun. Um, I know a lot of you guys have made friends through it too, which like literally makes my entire life. So love you guys so much. Hope you guys enjoy this episode and I will talk to you next week.